This is episode 12 of the season 2 of the Shopee Shopa Show. My name is Christophe Davy and I am your host. We are here to share the latest news on Shopify, Shopify Plus, Shopify POS and all other products and services from Shopify. For this episode, I am joined by Tamara Lemania, Senior Manager Strategic Partnerships at Checkout.com. Checkout.com is a 10-year-old fintech with a wide range of services, especially in the field of online payments and partnering with many platforms, not only Shopify. That is why in this episode, more than in any other previous episode, we will not only talk about Shopify. We will take advantage of Tamara's position in the industry to open the discussion to various topics. But okay, it's also a Shopify-focused podcast, don't worry. So, what happened on the Shopify planet in the last weeks? Let's discuss the news with Tamara. A conversation recorded on March 18th, 2022. Hello, Tamara. Hello. How are you doing today? Oh, fine. I think we met this week, correct? Yes, I feel I, I feel like it was yesterday, wasn't it? Yesterday? It was yesterday and the day before, and probably even yes. the day even before. <laughs> Absolutely correct. You're a very important part of my life now. <laughs> <laughs> so we were both at a very important event in Monaco, Monte Carlo, this week dedicated to e-commerce. And you were, uh, because you are part of Checkout.com company. And on my side, I, w I was with uh, uh, the Shopify team uh, working with them during uh, the three days. And so you are, you are not at home today. Uh, no, that is absolutely correct. I'm not at home. I'm actually in France right now while I'm based in Montreal in Canada. So yes, absolutely correct. Okay. So I'm very happy to have you in the Shopee Shopa show. And we will start with my two first questions, always the same questions for all my guests. <laughs> the first one is how many years with Shopify? How many years since you have uh, started working with people working with Shopify, I would say? <laughs> so this is actually one of the reasons why I am so honored to be a part of, you know, of this episode today is um, I'm actually like my how do I put it like my um meeting with Shopify probably dates back uh four years or something like this when I started working at e-commerce nation which is like this retail uh, oriented e-commerce retail oriented media um when we worked with Shopify actually we had like um, the communications campaigns with Shopify we were talking with Shopify merchants and all that kind of stuff and then I moved to checkout obviously and we now work with Shopify because they are one of our e-com platform partners. And I know that previously you've had amazing guests on this show with so many years of experience. And I feel like Shopify 
is pretty much a learning curve for me, still ongoing. Um, and this is what we love about, you know, this is what I like about working in partnerships because there's just always so many things to learn and it's a evolving process. So that's amazing. And one of the things that I always thought about Shopify is that it's just fascinating. It, they have this image of, you know, a bit groundbreaking, always staying ahead of the game. And obviously like the, the history of Shopify is um, absolutely amazing and fascinating with um, their CEO who basically just wanted to sell snowboards and then didn't find the technology that suited his needs. And then he was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to build one. And I feel like this is a bit, this is an inspiring story. So um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So almost four years. Uh, interacting with Shopify folks and uh, people working also with Shopify. Um, good to know. And the, my second question, which is a ritual one, but especially for this episode, you're going <laughs> to give me an answer, which is going to be the, 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 the funniest answer we can have <laughs> in this Shopify dedicated show. So my question is, do you remember the first time we met virtually or in real life? I really do. <laughs> so um, it was in October uh, 2021, and we organized an event with our other e-com platform partner, Big Commerce. And you mentioned Big Commerce. <laughs> well, this was inevitable. Like I'm, I can't lie. <laughs> I need to be honest, but yeah, so this is where you got invited and this is where we've met for the first time. And yeah, it's pretty funny when you think about it, actually. <laughs> yes, uh, I do agree. So I went to an event uh, co-organized by checkout.com and big commerce. And I said, this is good. Even when you are one like me, 100% focused on one technology, it's important to spend a little amount of time trying to understand what is happening, what is existing outside of what you're doing on a daily basis. And I used to have one, 11 years of work on Magento. Mm -hmm. Wow! I, I started Shopify. I was still working on Magento. And it's important to know a little bit about what is existing. And, <laughs> and we are back to Shopify with the first part of the show. Ah. This is trending. The news that probably everybody has seen and not only the Shopify ecosystem. So let's say probably big commerce folks have also seen uh, this news. It's um, how to say that. So it's a festival in Austin, Texas named South by Southwest. Did, did you already go to this festival? Oh, I haven't had the chance, but maybe one day. Yeah, so me, me, me either. It's, it's a mix of tech, music, innovation, etc. And so there is a, I would say, a shop or a place or <laughs> where <laughs> powered by Shopify for sure. And it's Shopify and Doodles. It's a combination of the, the two company. Uh, so Shopify is powering, um, I mean, technologically, it's linked mm -hmm. to NFTs. Um, exactly. And Doodles, the Doodles, it's um, the link to the company. The, the website is doodles.app, A-P-P. Um, can you explain me the Doodles? Did you see what it is? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Doodles is basically, well, I, I did hear about them before because they're, you know, they're Canadian. But um, so it's a community pretty much 
community-driven collectibles project that features an art by Burnt Toast, which is a funny name, I find it, who is actually a Canadian illustrator, and his name is um, Scott Martin. So the idea was basically to um, create the Doodles NFT collection, which was basically sold in this collaboration between Shopify and Doodles via the, a pop-up store. Yes, and um, I will put in the description of, uh, of this episode a link to a YouTube video that has just been released by Shopify a few uh, days or hours ago, and it mm -hmm. explains the concept of the place uh, at this festival, so co-hosted by Doodles and, and Shopify. So Doodles, it's links to, as you mentioned, to uh, collectibles, NFTs, so they are selling NFTs, but you can also get in the real world like in the during this event you you could mm -hmm. have access to a lot of actual physical rewards and and, and or since part small events or um a lot of fun th things actually and with the design of this guy and the and his team which is a uh, how could we describe the the drawing design uh, is it in between the Simpson and, um, and, 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 a, and a kid's book? Yes, yeah, sounds like a good attempt. It is indeed. Yeah. So do, do you own a Doodle NFT? Okay, so I don't own a Doodle NFT. And uh, honestly, like when I first um, started hearing about NFTs, like my first reaction was like, what in the world is going on? Why is everybody paying so much money for like a... For, for for something like for for a gif basically like for a picture or like for a digital art i didn't understand it at all and then i saw i think it was the ceo of um twitter who sold a, a tweet like an autographed tweet just sort of like a you know screenshot if you will of a photographed tweet like for three million dollars and i was like what the hell this is all about <laughs> and so i just wanted to dive a little bit deeper into this and um yeah so basically like nft so no non-fungible tokens um they basically validate the ownership so it's like um i feel like a lot of use cases may come from the digital art um like you can actually get the ownership of the original painting but then you know a million copies can exist but basically nft just validates your original ownership of the original painting i mean it's still what I mean, it's still pretty, pretty new. And uh, I feel like we still have a long way to go with this. But this concept sort of like just ties in with Web3 and blockchain and metaverse, a very hot topic these days. But um, yeah, what do you what do you think about like Shopify, you know, um, sort of like going there, like into NFTs with Doodle? Well, I first heard about NFTs a little bit than more than one year ago, I'm a huge NBA fan. I'm a basketball player. And, ah, and so okay. NBA was very early adopters, uh, some some teams of, of NFTs, and especially the Chicago Bulls, which for yes, me is Michael that. Jordan. So, of course, I'm looking at <laughs> if, if the Bulls are using the NFTs, there must be something interesting. <laughs> and um, I think the experiment from uh, from the festival we just talked about with Doodles is interesting because it's a mix between virtual stuff and, mm -hmm. and the reality. And I think that to some extent, 
this is something interesting for for nfts to to mix a virtual ownership of something of with the ownership or on physical experiments in real life etc this is interesting uh, and shopify is, is is in the game and they, they, are, they have a beta for some merchants in the us mm -hmm. um, able to sell nfts and which is what is interesting to democratize nfts is that with shopify merchants will be able to sell nfts to people paying with a credit card mm -hmm. for the moment when you want to buy an nft you have to pay with crypto if you don't have crypto you you, you will not be able to to get an nft so providing the opportunity to pay with a much more uh, something you use on a daily basis to pay for everything will help to a certain extent mm -hmm. democratize a lot of new ids products events or whatever with nfts so you're saying that shopify is in the game but i feel like shopify is even ahead of the game on this day they have always been a little bit how do i put it maybe bullish in terms of like adopting the new technologies and the same goes for the nft sector basically um so you were yeah basically you were talking about that program that beta program for us customers where basically i think it's only limited to shopify plus membership it is so, correct. okay yes absolutely and so and their CEO, so this is something that I've read um, at, today, actually, their CEO has actually purchased uh, the Ethereum domain name, Toby Point, A-E-T-H, for like 120,000 or something like this. So yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty much ahead of the game and everything. But what I found interesting is the entire concept, as you said, mixing the digital and the physical and basically just creating a pop-up store that is like... Um, a token gated nft basically retail drop and when i watched different videos and stuff it looked like people could just unblock like with different nfts they could unblock interesting like pur purchase experiences and even like exclusive merch um so yeah i feel like it's probably still a little bit in the early stages and not a lot of like merchants they're not and that's actually what I heard at one to one Monaco is that they're not exactly ready to go there just yet. But when they're talking to, for instance, their payment providers, they're already asking, like, would you be able to, you know, to accompany us when we decide to go there? So it's definitely something on their minds. But I feel like a lot of them are just waiting to see who's going to go there first. <laughs> and then the other ones will just follow. So it looks like, again, Shopify is pretty much, um, you know ahead of the game there. And also, have you seen just um, how much um, the Doodles NFT collection is worth now? It's crazy. No, no, no. How much? <laughs> um, so I think they just, you know, hyped it up so much that the current like floor price on OpenSea, OpenSea is like a marketplace for NFTs, is around like $28,000 for a Doodle NFT. Oh. <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah that sounds uh, that sounds like a lot of money and you're like oh okay <laughs> yeah. let's see where it goes <laughs> uh, on my side i've read uh, what uh arle finkelstein said uh, uh, i mean three four months ago he said uh, shopify obviously wants to be everywhere commerce is so yeah. I, I do agree with you uh I don't know what they're going to do at the end with NFTs. I'm not sure Shopify guys know either, but they want to be there because if it's part of commerce tomorrow, 
they have to be there. And so that's it. And so uh, I will not buy an NFT tomorrow because I don't have crypto and I'm <laughs> just the kind of guy who will still wait a little bit more. I actually got an NFT one-to-one one Monaco. Like you could scan a code and then they offered like in a small NFT to you and you could stock it in your wallet and everything. Have so you, you seen that? Yes, you have it? Yeah, I do. It's like a, I, I, I got one at the Grimald, no, not Grimaldi Forum. It was like at the evening in the Chapitol, like at the dinner in Chapitol. They had this um, QR code on the television. You could scan it. It's basically like, honestly, when you look at it, you just think, oh, well, that resembles a GIF picture, like a GIF image. But yeah, it's an NFT and apparently I own it now. <laughs> uh, I, I think I forgot to do that. So I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's move to the second part of the show, features. Ah. What has changed in Shopify, Shopify Plus, Shopify POS, and in other Shopify tools? So it's the part of the show where I'm listing the new features and what has changed in Shopify. Shopify is evolving every day, sometimes several times a day. And so the main modifications in the last two weeks it's it's on the product bulk editor which is a, a screen you can access when you start selecting more than one product in the product page and then you have a button appearing a bulk editor and then you have a kind of a kind of excel sheet on the screen and you can do quick copy and paste and things like that and so there were some limitations uh, on that screen. So they have improved a little bit the user experience of that screen. Uh, the most improved uh, uh, experience in my point of view is that before the improvement, it was only possible to work on 50 products at a time. Mm. So just the products on the screen. And now it's possible to, to work on the wall product catalog which is much better and it's like all other uh, Shopify improvements it has appeared automatically uh, on all the stores in the around March 8th and mm -hmm. it's worth to 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 remind listeners that sometimes a new feature is arriving not immediately on all stores but within a time frame of sometimes several hours, sometimes several days can depend. And talking about the number of store owners, I've just seen in, in just before the recording in some communication, non-official, but from someone from Shopify, more than two, 2 million stores. The last time I saw communication by Shopify, it was 1.7 million. Mm -hmm. And for the first time, I think it's on LinkedIn. I saw that earlier today, more than 2 million shops uh, stores um, live wow. so more than two million stores paying a shopify plan so we also have uh, a new update on shopify flow uh, tamara i'm not don't know if you are familiar with shopify flow mm -hmm. so i am okay so I, I really love this this feature which is actually an app you mm -hmm. add to your shopify plus plan and more recently you can add it also to an advanced plan and you can create a lot of workflows and Shopify is doing a lot of improvements those months almost every episode of the Shopee Shopper show I have a new feature on, on Shopify flow and one of the most awaited feature was to be able to stop 
an action in a flow saying you're doing action one and then if it's okay you wait a certain amount of time before mm -hmm. doing the next action this time amount of time can be several days and they introduced this feature of, i would say four five weeks ago it was one second until like seven days and now you can go up to 30 days Yes, mm -hmm, that's great. So uh, they provided a lot of uh, ex examples of um, use cases, like um, you want to automatically hide a product after a certain amount of time, just for a special operation, you know, special promotion. Um, very important if after a certain amount of days, the order is still not fulfilled, then you start an alert, you start to send automated, automated emails to some people who has to be who have to be warned of the fact that uh, this order is not yet fulfilled just for mm -hmm. inquiry or whatever um so th these are the, the 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 use cases are unlimited actually and there are even now some third parties with connectors dedicated to flow so you can also integrate an action on clavio an action on a, on a third party directly into a flow this is super powerful Shopify flow. Absolutely. This is nice. I mean, workflows are such an important part of like uh, of running any business at all. And because and automation, what we used to say is automation is king. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, any merchant without he has already they have already so much stuff on their plate that Shopify flow definitely facilitates the task uh, for them. So that sounds like an amazing update. And even for, for an, an enterprise client, a client with a lot of people, big teams, et cetera, it's useful to set up sometimes some flows just in addition to an integration with an ERP, a PIM, WMS, et cetera. That's mm -hmm. interesting to have flows as well. Uh, Shopify shipping is, is growing. It used to be North America, then yes. it arrived in UK, and now in UK you can use DPD labels in Shopify shipping. And just a few days ago, uh, Shopify shipping has arrived in France with Colissimo. And it's not just yet announced. I just saw that in the back office. <laughs> oh, so, wow. And, you're and, you're and, of the future. <laughs> oh. Those, this is the breaking news of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Shopify shipping is in front. You know, sometimes friends were waiting a little bit, you know, and I have to say that we still not have Shopify payment. <laughs> okay, I've, I've said it. <laughs> but we now we have Shopify shipping with a first carrier. So uh, that's good. Well, this is, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's, kind of, that's kind of cool. And especially, like, honestly, I was not familiar with Shopify shipping because it's a little bit out of my work zone so i went ahead and watched the demo and everything it sounds like it facilitates you know a lot of hustle for the merchants so that's great uh however like i don't really remember who is the label provider on the french market now i don't think it's dpd it's somebody no, else no it's colissimo colissimo yes exactly okay would be interesting to see if you know they will connect other um shippers like fulfillment companies um to the french market in the future yeah Colissimo is linked to the French post, so it's the historical mm -hmm. uh, career, but they could uh, obviously uh, connect uh, other careers. And just to mention, Shopify shipping is for merchants doing their uh, 
fulfillment by themselves. So it's easy. They, they get good rewards on, on, on costs. They, they can print labels easily, etc. all connected and directly in the back office of Shopify. But for merchants using a third party uh, uh, for fulfillment, etc., it's no use. Shopify shipping is not dedicated mm -hmm. to those uh, type of uh, merchants. Anyway, let's move to um, the third part. And we are talking about your business, Tamara. <laughs> Focus. Each episode, we highlight a specific tool or service from Shopify. Oh, not exactly what we are going to do today. Just I wanted to have, <laughs> since you are from the payment industry, do we say payment industry? Yes, yes we do. Yeah. <laughs> and so, as everybody knows, um, there is small money in this industry those days. <laughs> uh, uh, the last round of checkout.com? Um, yes. Oh, it, the, are you talking about the last fundraise? Yes, it was a, yes. a small amount. Yeah. Just a little tiny one billion dollars. One billion dollars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you're working with Shopify, but let's let's talk globally. You're working with a lot of uh, platforms, a lot of merchants, and uh, what Absolutely. what no. do you see? My, my 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 silly question. Okay, we didn't prepare this question. Sorry, but is when you are not from the payment industry it's difficult sometimes to see the differences between uh, the different uh, platforms available, like between checkout.com, your company, and another company. Uh, but there are differences. And for instance, at checkout.com, how would you present the, the, the specificities or why some guys put $1 billion in your company recently? <laughs> Well, it. I mean, the re, the two different questions. So, um, first of all, I do agree that there are so many payment providers that are available to different merchants today, which is great because now the merchant has a lot of choice and they can choose exactly what is needed for their business. That is great. And coming from like I joined checkout, I didn't exactly have any payments background, only whatever I managed to pick up when I was working for e-commerce nation. Um, but the main thing, so there are different um, payment providers indeed. And there are also, depends on their technical stack, we can sort of like, you know, um, put them in different groups. Uh, checkout sits in the group that we call full service payment providers, which means that we cover the entire value chain of the payment. So we start with the gateway, we have, we're also an acquirer, we're also the processor. And then on the different side, like we have all these modules that the merchant can add to their payment solution to make it more customizable, like risk management, 3DS uh, module. Um, you can also add like tokenization, all that kind of stuff, which sort of like, you know, adds up to uh, the payment processing uh, platform and our API for uh, processing payments. Um, so we're in this group uh, with, there, there are other payment providers that are already in this group who also offer a gateway and acquirer and processor and we're pretty much we're pretty new on the market uh, we were founded in 2012 and then we just because you know there's so much to do in the payments we found ourselves uh, developing in every single region of the world so today we basically have 19 offices all over the world and a lot of my partners are asking me, like, why would you go and set up an office when, you know, it's COVID and everybody is passing remote? What's the point? 
And this is actually one of our biggest differentiators, I feel, um, on the market today, or at least that's what I that's where I see us really adding value, is that we have amazing CSM teams and amazing guidance to offer to merchants in terms of optimizing their payment performance, uh, doing regular business reviews with them and unlocking new potential and new revenues. And this is like a big part of it. And that's why in every single office, we have a local team who has a great knowledge of the local payment ecosystem and who speaks the language of the merchant and is available at exactly the time when merchant is available. So basically in the same, in the same time zone. Um, there's a lot to talk. I can, I can speak about checkout for hours and hours, the time that we don't have. So I hope that this provides a little bit of an insight into what we do today. <laughs> yes, for sure. Do you differentiate uh, B2C and B2B in your business? We do because B2B and B2C clients do not have the same needs in terms of payment, uh, just as they don't have the same needs in terms of e-commerce, uh, you know, in terms of marketing and that kind of stuff, uh, mostly because they do not address the same target customer. So for instance, um, like let's take digital wallets like Apple Pay and Google Pay. When you buy something on the internet, like, I don't know, um, a shirt or something, if you like a lot of shoppers are today shopping via their smartphones and iPhones and stuff. So it's very important to have that payment method enabled. Whereas in B2B, you'll come across payment methods like SEPA, direct debit, um, and less uh, you know, across digital wallets because it's just not relevant for that kind of businesses most of the time. So absolutely, there is a difference, definitely. So my question was not so silly because uh, there is a lot to say actually on payment gateways and the differences between companies, et cetera, so. That is true. And we're also, we were talking about NFTs in the beginning of our conversation, right? And one of the reasons why we actually decided to get another round of funding um, was like, obviously it was, you know, um, growing more to be able to address different merchant profiles again, but also one of the taglines of, of, of that funding round was web three, which can be understood as the third generation of internet services that is run on blockchain technologies in order to create a more secure, um, decentralized, autonomous and open worldwide web. So we are a key component of the ecosystem and we are planning uh, to expand even further in that space. And I feel like there's a race today between different um, full service payment providers, um, you know, uh, in order to power those web three technologies like cryptocurrencies and NFTs. We're actually already um, tapped into metaverse as well because we're um, working with Novi, which is um, a digital wallet allowing international money transfers and um, run by Meta. So Meta, ex Facebook yeah. and uh, yeah, it's basically blockchain based. Um, so we already have a little foot in the door there, but there's still a lot to do. Okay, let's uh, move to the last part, the fourth part of the show, which is extras. Ah, some additional news from the Shopify world. Actually, uh, we'll just focus on one news, which is um, Shopify introduced three new paid themes in the theme store. Uh, actually, they introduced those themes, but they are done by third parties, by editors. And um, so it's the name of the themes are Bullet 
be yours and drop all between 220 and 280 dollars that's what i love with themes for less than 300 dollars you have a, a beautiful site so absolutely i love the bullet i'm sorry am i can i give my opinion <laughs> yes i was waiting for you because you told me that bullets uh, yes my favorite i love minimalist sort of like you know um themes and front for for stores and this one looks really classy so loved yeah. it we this is the end of the show but just want to add uh, about the theme uh, editors that it's a, a kind of business for some companies and the the company selling the most uh themes in the world is a small french team uh 10 guys and they have started shopify like mm. with the dinosaurs 10 years ago <laughs> they are so good the, the company is named maestro oh i knew it i had their name in the back of my mind <laughs> and they are cool guys by the way so it's uh it's an honor to to know them i've invited axel in the show but he told me that his english was not so good he was <laughs> afraid not to be able to talk. yeah i know <laughs> Maybe you should do. Maybe you should think about doing like a French-speaking edition as well. Um, oh, yeah. Sometimes some podcasts in French uh, around Shopify, but not on a regular basis. But that, that does exist. Okay, so this is the end of the show. But 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 there is the last question, of course. And I'm curious to know what is going to be your answer to this question. If you had the power to immediately implement a new feature in Shopify, which one would it be? So, okay, I really thought long and hard about this. Uh, <laughs> but from the consumer's perspective, at, at risk of sounding a little bit shallow, um, what I would like, and I feel like it exists already, I already used it. Um, what I would like is to be able to actually, you know, buy, well, get a lot of stuff like order a lot of stuff on, on a shopify boutique that sells i don't know dresses for instance then they've delivered to me i try them on and i decide whichever i end up keeping and whichever i end up sending back so as i already said earlier like there are so many buy now pay later providers to be completely honest there are a lot of payment providers as well but why don't we democratize try now <laughs> pay later yeah. and i think i always did a little, bit, a little bit of research and i saw that there's an app um already serving shopify merchants it's called try now but it says that it's only for shopify plus so not exactly available to all other plans which is a pity oh i will have a look at this app so it's try now correct yeah so yeah oh. try now good to know because i'm i'm, I'm not buying a lot online but just a little bit and uh, in Europe, we have uh, Zalando is working like that. Mm -hmm. We're exactly, selling all fair. the goods, we try them, then we, we do our return, and then we pay. That's exactly what I've done. I'm always doing it on the Zalando and super practical. So I'm 100% with you. This could be <laughs> a, a, a kind of native feature or something could exist in Shopify regarding this. This is super important to, for the conversion rate of the sale, of course. Thank you so much, Tamara, for joining me for this episode of the Shopee Shopa Show. Take care. And um, I hope we, we will have uh, the next opportunity to meet in real life. Why not for a Magento or Salesforce meeting? <laughs> okay, yeah.
let's do it. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. And this is the end of this episode of the Shopee Shopa Show. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Tamara. In the description of this episode, you will find a lot of useful links to know more about the news we discussed. Feel free to subscribe and rate this podcast. Take care and enjoy your day.